0: previously on Live at 605. Who knows? Maybe he wasn't a hobo. Maybe he threw out some garbage and he like had a, a watch in there and he was trying to find it. I'm pretty sure he was just a dumpster diving hobo. But it's just like, dude, if you're in a dumpster, you got to be prepared for people to walk by. Don't get startled. John Mallon. And Val Beautiful downtown Toronto. Chilly
1: downtown Toronto.
0: Chilly, you ain't been outside today.
1: <laughs> no. I had to
0: go outside twice today.
1: I can feel it through the windows.
0: I can feel it through my bones when I had to go to shoppers <laughs> to pick up your gift.
1: <laughs> Ooh, what is it?
0: It's uh soap and um, eye wash cleaner.
1: That's awesome. I need both.
0: No, I had to go because there's a parcel there for me to pick up,
1: Ooh.
2: and I got
0: the box. And as I went up the elevator, I ripped it open and threw the box down the chute, so you wouldn't even no know. No
2: evidence.
0: Leave no evidence in front of me. That's how you know I'm a good cat burglar.
2: <laughs>
0: but this is what episode five of season thirteen. Yep. And I got my co-host back. You're back <laughs> from assignment, which is why I said. Back from
1: assignment. Did Didn't you, come back unscathed.
0: You hopefully you have some good stories. Obviously. From uh, out uh, with hanging with uh, an old friend of ours. Which yes. we'll be excited to hear some stories. You
2: got
0: it. And it's good to have you back. Did you like last week's episode? Be I truthful.
1: Actually, <laughs> I actually did not listen to last Didn't week's episode. Didn't listen epi- to last week's no, episode. No, I was two episodes behind. Two
0: episodes behind. So, so I listened
1: so. to the previous one.
0: The, well, the, the one you were on.
1: Obviously. So
0: the one that you haven't heard that mm-hmm. I did by myself where mm-hmm. I said... You know what? Maybe I talked so much shit about you knowing that you wouldn't listen to it.
1: Yeah, now you feel bad for me though, right?
0: Uh, now I treat you like a normal person now.
1: <laughs>
0: Foreshadowing. D- done. But uh, you look extra comfortable today. I am. Uh, as you put your feet up on the table.
2: Yep. You could do the same.
0: Now, whenever we do a podcast, I get like to be hunched over because I'm always like <laughs> nervous about life in general.
1: Fair game. It is the end of the year. There's a lot to be... Um, questioning, I guess, in 2016.
0: But next week, we're going to be doing my favorite podcast of the year, which is the mm-hmm. best of 2016. Mm-hmm.
1: So this is John's penultimate episode of favoritism.
0: No, this, this one's not necessarily my second favorite <laughs> episode of the year. This one's probably like my 30th favorite. Because <laughs> I don't know how many we do a year. We do I don't
1: know how many we do a year.
0: 12, 24. I'm just trying to do basic math. We probably do about 48. Yeah. 48 to 52 episodes. Yeah, I think 52. For you fuckers, all this free material. Anyways, for these people, 140 episodes. I
1: want to say thank you guys. Why are you so mean? This is actually one thing I didn't like about the podcast what? I listened to. You were so negative in it. It just became so negative. When was
0: I ever negative?
1: All oh, 52 episodes we record this year. No. The last episode that I listened to, you were quite negative. That's
0: because I feel like life's punched me in the gut.
1: Punched you, yet I'm the one who's scarred.
0: No, life punched you in the head. <laughs> yeah. I got punched in the gut.
1: <laughs> yes, that is true. That'll be foreshadowing to a story later.
0: But uh, we also have no voices today because last night was your birthday.
1: Birthday hangs. So um, we're
0: going to... We're going to get through this episode Mm -hmm. together. We
1: actually have an action-packed podcast for you. My nature of so many fun and crazy things that have happened this week. Um, John and I are obviously separate uh, this week for half of it. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we came together for the end for the party part.
0: That's true. Which is
1: awesome. Um, But for those of you guys who want to catch up with us and see some of the cool shit we've done... Um, You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat. It's Val Gomez 23.
0: I feel like you don't snap that often, though. Ah, hit or miss. Uh, You can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mallen Camp. And I haven't posted anything in over a month because I still feel like I don't get the respect that I deserve. Oh, this is the negative stuff you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. That's why we're a good team because you're positive on negative. No, because it makes
1: me so sad. Why? Because you're so bitter.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that's just my act. Like, I'm a super happy person in real life. This is, like, a funny act I'm doing. Is it funny? I don't think it's very funny. (laughs) But actually, I've been getting lots of Instagram followers, and I don't follow anyone back, so I still think you should probably follow me. Because I post quality shit. I was showing you again today. And then you were bragging about your posts, and then you're like, oh, I had a post that had, like, 12 likes, and you're like, oh, that's really good for what you usually get.
1: It is. Seeing as you insult all of our great listeners, I do not do such things. And I told you, since season 13 started, my Instagram game has been amazing.
0: You've been averaging like 37 likes.
1: Exactly. We're up from 22 now. Wow.
0: No scratching. So what do people do on uh, iTunes, though?
1: iTunes, drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy.
0: And then... Follow us on Facebook. Is that the one I do? Yeah. Facebook.com slash Live605. You'll see um, some interesting pictures this week for sure. We'll post <laughs> memes, GIFs, videos, all kinds of fun stuff. It's uh, where we do lots of most of our posting. So if we talked about it on the podcast. It'll be on the Facebook page.
1: One of the many conundrums is how we record this podcast. I'm just watching John physically go back to the computer to the go up to file, hit save, then go back to the timeline. Yeah,
0: but you know why I'm like, why, why I'm don't doing... you just do Apple S? I do Apple S all day, every day on everything I ever do. But Except for this. Because when I'm doing Apple S all day, every day, it's because I'm sitting right snug up next to my keyboard. But here, because I'm slunched over, I gotta lean over, mm-hmm. and I don't trust. I don't trust that I will hit the right button because I also mm-hmm. I'm not wearing my glasses, so I don't know where Apple S is. Right. So I, it's just a force of habit sometimes.
2: Yeah.
0: So I feel like I got good radio voice today. You do. Which is good. Good
1: party from yesterday.
0: Yeah. So do you have a um, sponsorship?
1: <laughs> should this be the sponsorship or should no, I no, no, I'll save no. that as an actual story.
0: So a little behind the scene magic for you guys, a good uh, twenty minutes before we started this podcast. I <laughs> I <laughs> I told Val, I'm like, make sure I was like, Oh, we're gonna do this podcast in a few minutes, why don't you go uh, Use the washroom now if you got to, because we always drink a lot of water beforehand and during and this and that. I'm like every time we do the podcast, always within the first ten minutes, you make me pause. So you gotta go do your thing. And she's like, "Oh no, I'm fine, I'm fine." I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna go use the washroom." And now we are six minutes and thirty-four seconds in, and guess who had to pause? Because she had to go um, pee real quick. So the next time you hear me, we'll be back together and we'll get her retort. Good bath bathroom break.
2: You know it.
0: So on do you me. do it just to piss me off?
1: No, I don't know what it is about this like um like whole setup where I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom.
0: Maybe it's because you got like lean back with your legs up in the air that all the
1: Liquid. Urine rushes from your toes, <laughs> toes
0: down to your uh Is that so, how
1: anatomy works? Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Do you remember what a dilf is? No. Or a gilf? No. Or a shelf? No. Anyways, so do you have a sponsorship or nah?
1: Um, I would say my sponsorship of the week has to do with my flight home.
2: Sponsorship of the week.
1: So on Wednesday I was scheduled to fly out um from Winnipeg at about five forty five. And so just because I was a little bit nervous um about leaving said destination, the weather hasn't been that great in both cities, so in Winnipeg yeah. and in Toronto, I tried to make it a point to be at the airport two hours in advance,
0: Okay. right?
1: So I did that, and...
0: Do you want that piano bench, by the way? No, I'm good. You sure? Okay, keep going.
1: <laughs> um, what can you gonna call it? And okay. then, I was waiting there, and then all of a sudden, there's an announcement on... What are you doing? Getting you do the piano bench. Oh,
2: thank going. you. Keep going.
1: So then all of a sudden at the airport, there's this announcement, that it's like, excuse me, passengers for flight, let's say one forty. Oceanic
0: one forty.
1: Oceanic eight one five. How
0: do you forget? that? I haven't watched that show in like two months.
1: Anyways, um, what you gonna call it for flight one forty back to Toronto? We've actually oversold the flight, what? so we're asking passengers to try and see if they could volunteer it's not go on the flight.
0: How do they overbook a flight? Okay,
1: and so this is kind of my thing. It's not like you're manually taking names and calling in to book a flight anymore. Yeah. So to me, it's it's a little bit weird that you would oversell a flight.
0: Oh, don't worry. My, my sponsorship will also be uh, computer-based problems, I guess you could say.
1: So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I just want to get home. At this point, I've been gone for what seems like two weeks. I'm really tired. When I tell you guys some other stories that happened from my trip... It'll make sense as to why I want to get home. And so I think at this point, I'm texting John, and I'm freaking out that we will not be able, like I'm going to get kicked off the flight somehow.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm not volunteering, obviously, but I do not have the greatest luck right. traveling. There's always somebody in my seat. There's always something wrong with the seat I'm in, my flights, etc. So I'm just kind of waiting it out. We're supposed to leave at 545. It's already five oh. at this point. And I'm like, John, We haven't even left yet this is so bullshit i'm never coming home yeah we did not actually get on to start boarding the plane till 6 35 and so to the point where i'm like oh god this is so annoying and so then we finally get in the plane it's about 6 45 now we're Ah. an hour late to when we're supposed to be taking off and in the sky and the pilot comes on he's like hey guys uh so sorry about that um mild or small delay we just had you know but good news is we'll be arriving in Toronto about five to seven minutes early what and I was like how is that the same thing yeah (laughs) that was just like the weirdest thing to put out there I kind of wouldn't have been happier if he said nothing at all right um like 5 to 7 minutes is like how long it takes for me for the dude in front of me to pull his shit out of the, like the yeah, overhead compartment.
2: Exactly. And
1: so then I'm it, again, I'm very superstitious and I do not like sitting on the left-hand side of a plane. Okay. So I'll always book the right-hand side. And even though I did prefer seating on the right-hand side, somehow I got just, like thrown over to the left and the middle seat. Okay. So I was in between a dude who, who um what's your call? He was like an older dude. Who is, like, you know how, like, I always take the piss out of your dad because his font's so big on his phone? This guy's phone was, like, one letter per screen. Oh, my God. It was so big. And he didn't understand the fact that his, like, his volume was so loud. And he was playing, like, the Bejeweled game. And it was (laughs) just, like, (laughs) bring, 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 bring. bring, bring, That's a little frustrating. So I was just, like, oh, my God, dude. Like, that is a thing. Then the other guy in front of, beside me, he was pretty chill, but none of his stuff on his, like, TV thing was working, or his plug. <laughs> okay. So he had to use, like, all of my things. What? Um, which is fine. But the two dudes sitting in front of us were, like, very rough around the edges.
0: I just said Command S.
1: hey, right? Thank you. It's going to change your life. Right? And so, the one thing, and I don't know if you feel about, like, what do you feel about this? Whenever you're sitting in a plane row... And let's say you're not in the first seat. Do you have to touch the seat in front of you to, like, waddle your way Hell through? no. I don't touch no. shit. So the two dudes sitting in front of us, they're one, two of the types of people who have to put their chair all the way back. Right. And when they sit, they literally, like, jump back into their seat so the whole thing, like, rattles. Yeah, that's annoying. And it was – I felt so bad because, like, I only had the iPad And my phone on my table tray thing. But the dude beside me had his, like, entire MacBook setup out. And so when the guy in front of him would jump back into his seat, but still holding the person in front of him, right, the whole thing would rattle and he would hit the guy's laptop. Uh. And I'm just like, this is so annoying. Like, do you have to, like, you're not jumping on a bed. You're not five years old. Right? And so the whole trip, all I heard was the guy beside me sucking back his spit and playing Bejeweled. Okay. The two dudes in front of me, like, jumping back in their seats and whatnot, and then being delayed by an hour. And then when we finally landed in Toronto, I think I was supposed to land at, like, midnight. Yeah. It was closer to 1 a.m. And then I go down to wait for our baggage because I, for whatever oh, yeah, God knows it. reason, checked one bag. And then it took us... 35 to 40 minutes to get our baggage because the fucking thing that holds the baggage froze. And so here's my thing. Shouldn't you have, like, if nothing else, like, a blow dryer yeah. to, like, unfreeze that thing? Or, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, giant engineering, like, hydraulic, like, fan right. to, like, unfreeze it? So 45 minutes for them to unlock our baggage out of the plane. So I didn't get home to like, two.
0: I know, I was up waiting for you.
1: I know, I felt so bad.
0: Yeah, there's nothing worse than traveling during the holidays. Like, I'm not looking forward to my flight home next week just because I'm worried that there's going to be so many delays and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. like... I'm bringing a suitcase with gifts and clothes, and I'm like, I hope I can just bring it on with me, because I don't Mm want to check it and run into your situation. Yeah. Plus, they gouge you for, like, an arm and a leg to pack one bag. It's, like, 40 bucks or something.
1: By the time I got back into the apartment, it was around 2 a.m., and I was just so wired. It was, like, obviously nice to see you, too, but then I also had to go to work the next day, and I was just so zonked, and, you know, when I start telling the stories of the weeks past, it'll make sense. Like, I just wanted to hang out with you. It was pretty pretty intense week so yeah yeah.
2: well not
1: impressed that was
2: my sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the
0: week well you're home now which is what all that matters i guess yes but uh i have a sponsorship it's it's kind of along the same lines i guess you could say Mm -hmm. so this is my sponsorship of the week
2: sponsorship of
0: the week yeah while you were gone i did a pretty good job of making dinners this week did you uh, French toast and steak.
1: <laughs> Good combos.
0: Which wasn't too bad, and then they're
1: usually on the menu together. <laughs> right? Well, I didn't eat them
0: at the same time. <laughs> like but I love breakfast food, and I love red meat. So
1: <laughs> some people eat a lot of red meat for breakfast.
0: Which people?
1: You can get steak and eggs.
0: Yeah, but I don't like steak and I don't like steak for breakfast. I like breakfast for dinner, but not dinner for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Unless it's lukewarm pizza yeah. from the night before. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, after I made steak and French toast, I was like, oh, I got nothing else to make, so I might as well just order some shit. Mm -hmm. But then I didn't feel like going outside because it was too cold and snowy, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I'll just order Swiss Chalet. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, all right, even though I remember our friends upstairs told you a story how they had ordered Swiss Chalet, but I guess it it didn't come or something like that. And I was like, I recently heard a story about Swiss Chalet. I know it was a negative story, but I I want some chicken and a nice (laughs) white roll to come with that. So I went online, ordered it as I usually would. Uh, It says it's going to take, whatever, 30 to 40 minutes. Oh, and at this point, I was pretty hungry.
1: And for those of you guys who don't know what Swiss Chalet is, because I just realized people people who don't listen in North America. People in
0: Bulgaria downloaded our podcast this week. Oh, so so for those
1: of you guys in Bulgaria... Who might be listening to the podcast? Or people
0: in Quebec who order Saint Hubert?
1: See, I used to like Saint Hubert. It's basically a rotisserie chicken. But their chicken
0: place. logo looks a little racist.
1: No, it doesn't.
0: It looks like. Anyways, keep going.
1: You're telling the story. No, but
0: you were saying you were explaining what Swiss Chalet was.
1: Yeah, I just said it's a rotisserie chicken takeout place, right?
0: I guarantee ninety percent of the people are like, I know what Swiss Chalet is. Relax. And then like two people are like Saint Hubert. Relax. And then the one guy in Bulgaria is like, Oh, I got this local place called like Luke's. Diner.
1: Okay, Gilmore Girls.
0: So I ordered them and I'm starving because mm-hmm. whatever, I don't know what I did that day. Mm-hmm. And then like 20 minutes later, I get a phone call from a number mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, it said like Kara something. I'm like, I'm not, over, I'm not picking this shit up because yeah. I don't answer the number, but I don't know your number because I mm-hmm. don't want to get solicited with whatever weird news. Mm-hmm. And they call, but they didn't leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, well, I get calls all the time from people I don't know who are yeah. like uh solicitors this or that whatever yeah and i'm like god god damn it i'm hungry so now it's been like 45 minutes and i checked the email from swish la and it's like thank you for your order your local restaurant you've ordered from is 683 etobicoke i'm like uh mm-hmm. that's not anywhere near where we live i'm like this is fucked up and weird mm-hmm. so then that same number calls me back and it's swish la being like uh so you ordered online, but you somehow ordered us to the wrong right? Ra- like they were blaming me for where the order went out to. got to edit this side. I just dropped our location. <laughs> so they're like, oh, uh, they're like, where do you live? I was like, we live at this location. I'm like, okay, is it a Crescent? Is it a Boulevard? Is it a mm-hmm. street? I'm like, oh, it's this. They're like, okay, well, why did you, you order it to the wrong place? I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm like, I used the same login I've been using for years and all this stuff. She's like, okay, well, you have to reorder it now, and mm-hmm. it's going to come in another 40 minutes. So it took, like, almost two hours to get my damn chicken. Yeah,
1: but then what What was the outcome?
0: Well, the thing is, I'm like, I was stern with the lady, but I'm like, what am I going to yell Were at? Were you? Yeah, I was. I was like, I order this all the time in this login. It's the usual login. <laughs> what?
1: See, the same way when Matt and Mel told me about their Swiss Chalet thing, and Mel got so pissed off, and Matt was being like nicer about it on the phone is the way I feel like you would be.
0: But this lady, it wasn't her fault, so I wasn't going to yell at her. No, but, but, put me
1: on with your manager to get free shit.
0: Yeah, but there's one time KFC fucked us over, and I gave them a piece of my mind. You did. Uh, but anyways, I was like, well, let me just write them an email, because mm-hmm. so I can be more stern about that. <laughs> I was very stern. I said, what did you
1: write in the email? Um, Dear Mr. Shelley.
0: <laughs> I'll see if I saw. <laughs> Actually, I think I just deleted their um, shit. Let me just take a quick look. Um, no, I did not
1: need look.
0: No, I look didn't. at your trash. No, I don't know how to check my trash. Go back. This is riveting.
1: Go trash.
0: Um. Uh, I deleted a lot of. Why is Mexico in there? Anyways.
1: Go in your scent.
0: No, I sent it from their website. <laughs> Anyways, I see.
1: There again, there's no proof to say that John actually did something. Let me just put that out there, where he thinks things actually happened and they didn't, because this would actually prove the outcome of what you got back from Swishelli to me.
0: I will find this at some point. Don't you worry. Okay. So, keep anyways, I gave him a piece of my mind.
1: And what did you get back for that? They Putting gave, you your foot down. They
0: gave me a five dollar credit.
1: <laughs> Which actually doesn't buy you one thing on the Swishale website. No. So <laughs> it's that's, basically your tax.
0: That's my goddamn sponsorship <laughs> of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So what should we uh, get into first, do you think?
1: Well, I guess you can tell the st- stories of the week because we've been gone out. We didn't even tell. Did you tell Sean and Tesla's from last week as well?
0: Like no, I forgot we, that we did yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so I guess we can start from almost last Saturday before we actually split up John and I for the week. Um, so because our dear friends, Sean and Tesla, um, are going, are currently away and they were going to be away to miss like some of our friends' hangouts, including my birthday. They were really nice and hosted a brunch yeah. for us at their place. And so last Saturday, which was one of the first, like, snowy cold days of the year um, in winter weather, if you will, right. for Toronto, we actually ventured up to their place and Sean cooked a really amazing brunch yeah. for us, which was awesome. And so I think one of the things we actually – we always loved h- hanging out with those guys and everything, but the one thing that I, th- I thought about that you were really shocked by – that i listened to on the flight over uh to winnipeg was john they had the weekends new album playing in the background oh, yeah. and john was like completely enamored with how great this album sounded hearing it out loud versus like as a solo listen with headphones
0: yeah, i didn't like it when i listened to it just randomly like
1: why mm.
0: Just didn't think the song... I also... I think he took, like, less than a year to write a new album. We put, like, yeah. 18 out, songs out there. I'm like, I bet you it's not that good. And I listened yeah. to it with a closed mind. But then when they played it, it sounded good. But then when I went back and re-listened to it, liking it, I only liked three songs.
1: Okay. So I wonder... And this is a thing. And so I've had this debate at work with friends where you need to be with certain types of um, equipment. And you need certain types of atmosphere to enjo- enjoy certain type of music. And so, to me, when we were at Sean and Tesla's place, listening to the weekend as just like background music, not overtly concentrating on it, I think yeah. we enjoyed it a bit more. For sure. So I felt the same thing when I listened to it on the plane. You I still felt like uh, started uh, flipping through some of the songs. Yeah, but same. overall, I, I like some of it.
0: Yeah, it's worth the listen. It's not as good as his last mm-hmm. album, but it's not awful. There's yeah. some sure good songs I like a lot. And
1: so it was really sweet for my birthday they got me um The Beatles 8 Days a Week movie, which I I assume is like it's like anthology part 1. So I right. assume they're going to come out with two more. But if for those of you guys who haven't watched it, John and I actually watched it. I think it was was it HBO? Yeah. It was an HBO special. Um, about like the touring years of the Beatles from like nineteen sixty-three mm-hmm. till about nineteen sixty
0: six. Yeah, and I think Ron Howard directed it or some shit.
1: Mm-hmm. And so it's all um like documentarian style of like uh redigitized footage from like classic concert series, some taking place in Toronto. And then a bunch of, like, commentary from, like, different celebrities who had actually lived through that era. Yeah. Which was great. Um, So we had a lot of fun there.
2: That was really good. Um,
1: from there, as we mentioned earlier, our friends, Matt and Mel, who live in our building, they had a Christmas party. Mm. And so um, we went up there for a bit, which was awesome. Yeah. And so it was really great because I was saying I had a pretty early flight out in the morning. And yeah. so I still had to pack. So we only ended up staying for, like... A couple hours. A couple
0: hours, but mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. It was fun. a lot of fun. And good music and drinks mm-hmm. and food and just like, it's our exact same apartment because they live exactly uh, 16 floors above us or yeah. whatever and it's...
1: Six, 12. 12. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what math like, is that? <laughs> right? But
0: they live in the same unit, 12 yeah. floors above us. So yeah. it's just like, oh, we know it's a good space because we've hosted parties exactly. too. Exactly.
1: And so, it's nice because it was one of those parties, especially in the winter, where you don't have to bring, like, a jacket and boots yeah. and do code check and all these things. So, that was really awesome. Um, we met a couple of their new friends, and I, I was curious about this, so I did almost try watching the show while I was away. Oh. Uh, top, was it Top Chef? Something
0: like Something that. Something
1: like that. On Netflix, it's, like, an original um, Netflix series where chefs from around the world, like, profile, like their inspiring dish and talk about, like, their claim to fame. Yeah. Um, and this couple we met were really passionate about it. So I almost gave it a whirl yeah. to watch it before I decided to watch Gilmore Girls. Yeah, of instead. course. <laughs> yeah, I and gonna, The Office.
0: I was going to say, I watched The Office, and mm-hmm. I watched a bit of this movie called Triple Nine that I've been, like, What's dying. What's that? It's a movie that's got Casey Affleck and, and the Not guy. Not
1: Manchester United?
0: Manchester by the Sea? Yeah. No, it's, like, Casey Affleck and Aaron Paul and... Norman Reedus. It's that movie that I wanted to see with you, where they do like bank robbery, oh. like all these people are in it. And then I watched the first twenty minutes. I'm like, not nah, dog, I'm good. Yeah,
1: that's
0: fair. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't pay for it. It's on Netflix. So, and I also watched Dirty Grandpa, which was not very good.
1: <laughs>
0: what well, What do you know? Command S is quicker. <laughs>
1: yes, right. Really.
0: So, so, that was a lot of fun that night.
1: Hmm. And so it was really chill. We came back here packed, and then I got up bright and early in the morning to take off to Pearson Airport. Yeah. Um, the one thing was, is John's always really great and gets me one of those, like, airport limo things.
2: Yeah, of course. And
1: so the previous week when I went out um, for a work trip to Calgary the previous week, I John ordered me one of those airport limos, but it was, like, Basically the equivalent of some some dude's like minivan from the suburbs yeah. from like the 1980s, and so when I got in it was, was it was like dirty, dirty. Right. It was just dirty. Okay. Um, and like ripped and things, and I was like, you know, when you're just like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm also a generation that takes Uber now. Yeah. We've been spoiled with that. Sometimes I forget what Uber I'm ordering, and it's an Uber black. Right. So the driver like opens the doors for us, and whatnot. And he's uh, an Uber white. No, they've actually never been lights. Racist. Um, so then this time around, John got me, um, like, a, what is it? A l- limousine?
0: No, I got you a um,
1: luxury limo or something.
0: Luxury sedan.
1: Yeah. And so it was awesome because the weird thing was, was that when I got outside, the gentleman was waiting for me. And John is watching me on lobby watch, so I—I I don't know if you saw this play out in real time. Yeah, of time. course.
0: I would then I went to the balcony to watch. You, so, so then creep.
1: he took my suitcase and was like very adamant about putting it in the trunk, and I was like, okay, that's fine. I jump into the back seat. He jumps into the front seat and then we just kind of sit there okay. for a bit. But he's like mumbling stuff to himself. But then when I didn't re- when I, when I clued in, I realized he was obviously like Muslim and praying, oh, okay. kind of thing. But it took me off guard because we literally just sat there in silence for about four really long didn't minutes. didn't say
0: like, oh, can you just give me a minute? Yeah, I just got to finish nothing. my morning prayer. And so
1: Absolutely. that was, it was just weird. And so I, I I didn't know if I'm like, am I, like, not like, am I going to die in this car?
0: Yeah. But I was
1: just like, am I in the wrong car? Right. Like, because there was nothing committal about it. He didn't
0: say like, oh, are you so-and-so? Yeah,
1: nothing. It was hmm. just like, here, I'll take your bag. What? Um, so I'm like, okay.
0: Can you check these things, I please? know.
1: And so um. either way, so it was a really great, very enjoyable ride. Super pleasant dude. Got to the airport in no time at all. because it was a domestic flight flew on through
0: nice so do you want to get into a story yeah well you didn't listen to last week's podcast
2: no
0: but last week's podcast because i was by myself i took fan questions Mm -hmm. and um this question i answered Mm -hmm. was from uh julie in edmonton mm-hmm. and she says do you have hold there probably probably she says do you have any scars and how do you get them <laughs> yeah. and i said yes i have a few i have one above my left eye when i smack my head on a science table in science class grade seven mm-hmm. i got two coming out of my uh left legs i got a helmet sliced into them when i was doing bike stunts. Mm-hmm. and then how pro- old are you then uh whenever Mission Impossible 2 came out. It was probably like 15. Okay. And then I got, I had a bunch in the back of my head when I worked too hard in a Sobeys and passed out in a subway and smashed my head against the wall. Subway
1: the restaurant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I have several scars on mm-hmm. and stitches and stuff that I've had. So why don't mm-hmm. we... Um, I
1: have... Yeah. So I have a lot of burn marks on my arms because I never wear long enough oven mittens. Yeah. And so and they're all on one arm for mashed potato <laughs> cooking. Um, but other than that, I really don't have... A lot of scars. It's just right. basically been burns, yeah. if you will, um, that have pained me up until this week, though. Oh, really? Oh, yes.
0: How timely so this... Who knew how timely this question so would have like, been? Because for me, all these things happened years ago.
1: Yeah, so mine happened Monday. So, <laughs> um, Okay, so I guess uh the one great thing was i've never actually been to winnipeg in this sheer amount of cold weather right. and there was kind of i knew going ahead of time that it was going to be really cold it was about minus 31 with the wind chill there okay and so um nothing preps you for that type of cold right right until you're there and you just have to kind of battle the elements yeah. you can layer up and do all those like those pads you, like, shake and put in your boots and everything. Yeah. But you really just, you don't need to be outside this long. And so...
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. Actually, let me see.
1: And so the first day, so when I landed on the Sunday, um, I was actually, like, I went to a Safeway, um, which is a grocery store, and I was talking to my brother while I was parked in the parking lot, and I just saw people, like... So cold, right. walking around like the parking lot and like returning their shopping carts and everything, and it was freezing. And I actually hate putting the heating on or air conditioning. Yeah, but I had to like crank the heat up till like to like level four. Damn, and like keep the seat warmers on because it was that freezing. So then on Monday, I was meeting one of our friends um to go check out his new gig. Yeah, and he works in construction, yeah. and so. He basically said, he's like, Val, it's probably better if you come in the morning um, to this construction site just because it will be, like, there will be more people around and there will be more things to, like, check out and everything. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, cool. And so John and I were kind of, like, laughing about this ahead of time. Like, oh, you know, be safe on a construction site that's very, like, not me. They're dangerous, dangerous," you know, and whatnot. And so we were joking about, like, finding steel toe boots here at Mark's Works. Yeah, I had the idea. It's like
0: they should have... Plastic slips with a steel-toe toe cover, and you just slip your foot into it mm-hmm. rather than having to buy a $500 steel-toe boot. Yeah.
1: And so I said, I was like, I'm not buying new $150 boots for like a one four-day trip. Yeah. Right? And so when I got there, luckily enough, they had steel-toe boots for me waiting. They had a hard hat waiting and plastic safety glasses. Okay. And so I was like really excited to like, you know, kind of... Be one with the people and like go check this shit out and you know it was cold it was minus thirty one without Damn. the wind chill and we're not used to that in Toronto now like,
2: we're wimps
1: we are very much wimps it it kind of without the wind chill doesn't go below like minus seventeen yeah right and so this is adding another like fifteen degrees to how cold it is right um and so. <laughs> It's 7.30 in the morning, we have been out, it's beautiful, the sky is like a crisp blue, you can see your breath, you can see like mountains in the background and everything, absolutely stunning. We have been outside for probably like three hours at this point, point. Okay. and everything is just freezing. Yeah. The only time I have ever, and I said this to you, have ever stood outside in the sheer amount of cold for long periods of time, consistently, have been when I went to Obama's inauguration in 2008. Okay. And I stood on the National Mall with Toya and her family for, like, 15 hours. Oh, yeah, I
2: remember
0: that.
1: It was nuts. It was, like, redonkulously cold. And it was one of those – I was at the point in my life where I'm like, oh, my God, I need to look cool and not dress appropriately. Yeah,
0: I hope you're past that I now. completely
1: passed that. And so, like, I layered the fuck up to be out there. Good. And so the crazy thing was – was that we had been outside for about three hours at this point and I jump into a truck to meet my friend just to like um, like shoot the shit for a bit and check in with you. Yeah. And then I said, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go grab us a coffee from this other uh, truck across the way. Yeah. And so I jump back outside. Everybody's doing their thing. And so after I get the coffee and I'm about to walk back to meet our friend in the truck, my, like, boots lock together. Okay. And I actually can't take them apart because they're frozen. Right. Right? And then I lunge forward because I can't move. Right. Right? And the hard hat kind of, like, knocks me forward. I'm wearing, like, a toque, like, my yeah. uh, white baker's hat underneath it. It, like, lunges forward. So I lunge back to kind of, like, catch myself. And I think... It kind of, like, threw my neck a little bit. Yeah. But then when I lunge back, the hard hat hit the safe, the plastic safety glasses. And so the two little parts of the glasses that sit on your nose yeah. actually went up into my forehead. Oh. And I guess at this point I didn't realize it, but, like, took a chunk out of my forehead. And so because it was so cold, everything just froze to my oh. face. And so there was like no blood or anything on the snow okay. or like on myself. <laughs> it was just like shellacked to my face. But then when I got back into the truck, ev- and the heating was on. Everything Whoa. just started melting God. and like gushing blood. And so the glasses, when I took them off, it had like congealed the blood around the frame. <sighs> And then, like, my scarf was bleeding, like, right. had blood on it. My jacket started, like, having oh. drips of blood on it. And so everybody's just like, call EMS, call EMS. Whoa. And so I just, they gave me a bunch of gauze and they're like, just put pressure on it. Yeah. And it was like, I don't remember ever bleeding this much because even when I broke my teeth. Yeah. It was a lot of blood, but it wasn't like this.
0: Yeah, but I when I sliced my leg open, it was blood gushing out. Like, yeah. That's why you need, well, I won't give it away, but if you need to get bandaged, yeah. bandaged up, is because you have a deep cut inside that. that
1: yeah. Case. And so I guess it's like, this is one thing. It's like, I can't see the cut yet, but like purely 2016, everyone's just taking pictures of my face uh. and like being like, we ought to call the ambulance or whatever. And so finally the paramedic came, I jumped in and they were checking to see like if I have a concussion or anything yeah. and I still had all my faculties. So it was like fine. Yeah. But the one weird thing, which I found super bizarre, and I kind of got really irritated by it, was they're like, oh, we need to check your blood pressure. And so, like, here's a fun fact. I haven't been to the doctor in about five years.
0: Can we get you to a doctor, please? John,
1: when was the last time you went to the doctor? I
0: was one yesterday.
1: When have you gone to the doctor to get yourself physically checked out?
0: When I broke my thumb.
1: When is the last time you went to physically... I don't need to tell tested? you
0: everything about me.
1: <laughs> so, I haven't been in the doctor in about five years, probably, in general. Um, outside of freak accidents like this one. And so, they're they're like, oh my god, Val, your bre- blood pressure is out of control. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm fucking freezing. Yeah. Right? I'm a little stressed out. I'm bleeding. I'm not in my hometown. I haven't told you, like, John, what's happening yet. My family's not here. Right? Like, this is, like, the worst thing ever. I'm stuck here for another four days. I'm going to, like, a foreign hospital. Yeah. Even though it's, like, Canadian and it still speaks English. It's not, like, when I got knocked over in Boston oh, and, like, yeah. the health care is not free. Right. And so I'm, like, a little stressed out. So it took, like, five tries to get my blood pressure to normal. Shh. And I was, like, okay, this is fine now. So we finally get into the hospital. I'm just kind of waiting there. And there's five paramedics just waiting around me. And then, not like attending to me, but just like waiting around me. But there's this dude, did I tell you this? Had, like, the nail? No. Okay, so there's this other dude, and I guess I was in a construction town. Yeah. Which makes sense because of the injury I saw in front of me. So this is all about perspective, guys. Perspective for the Christmas holiday. So I'm sitting on this bench with, like, the gauze up to my face and a water bottle, and I'm trying to clean my face, like, inconspicuously. There's a dude across from me on a gurney bed, and all I see on his arms are, like, these huge bruises. Oh, boy. Right? And so, like... It's his, if he was this way, it was his right arm that had the huge bruises on him. And, like, nobody was attending to him. But he's, like, kind of, like, head to the side and, like, groaning a bit. And I'm, like, what's the deal with this guy? And he's probably, like, 60 at this point. I think. He looks older. Like, whether or not he's 60 is up for debate. He's lived a life. And so then all of a sudden they swing him around and he has, like, a nail gun nail, what I assume, oh. stuck in his, like, shoulder blade. Okay. And so I'm like, oh, my God.
2: Jesus. <laughs> it like
1: this, It's the worst. And so, like, the other side, it looks, like, purple. So I guess yeah. it's internally bleeding. And so I was like, this is so gross. So I'm, like, just holding this up to my head and, like, the guys are, like, trying to take his blood pressure oh. and, like, drain the arm and, like, all these things. And so it's like, oh, my God. And they finally call my name to actually go into, like, the next room to, like, wait it out. And so somebody sees me and they're, like, the paramedics, like, you definitely need stitches. Like, this cut is far too deep. Okay. And so at this point, I'm very much like, do I call John then say I'm in the hospital or do I not call John?
0: The answer is always yes.
1: Right? But it's like, you don't want to unnecessarily worry somebody. Especially, it's like... I'm not the guy with the nail in his arm,
0: right? No, you're the girl who had her head sliced open. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so either way, so I am, um, what should I call it? I'm waiting there, and you're. it's kind of like, it's it's lonely in a hospital by yourself.
2: Yeah. Right? So I'm just yeah, sitting course. there.
1: I'm freezing still, like just trying to thaw. And they say it's going to be about like two to three hours to get these stitches. So they kind of just do an assessment, and they say, I need like five to ten stitches, um the laceration
2: mm-hmm. is
1: fairly deep. Um and then I finally got to see what I look like. Yeah. Which I was like,
0: oh
1: and it looks like two giant triangles. It looks like,
0: looks like almost a weezer symbol. It looks like the weezer, weezer symbol w. has been
1: like etched into my fucking forehead. And so um I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. And then as like I'm waiting, the boots lock again. Really? So I actually felt good about this because I'm like, oh am I just not meant for construction sites?
2: Yeah.
1: Um so I felt a little bit vindicated. Um, from that experience, but then I call you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or I first, I think I text you and I'm yeah. like, Hey, what's going on? Yeah. And you're like, Oh, nothing. I think it was lunchtime. Yeah. Three. I was
0: eating a salad.
1: Um, and so I'm like, Hey, can I give you a shout? And you're like, sure. And then you can tell me what it sounded like from your side.
0: Uh, usually a midday call is never a good sign. <laughs> I'll just say that. And then. But you said it all right when you answered the phone. I like, was like, oh, maybe you're just like, you're just eating lunch and you want to say, hey, how's it going? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I got here okay and stuff. Then you started, it though, with, so I'm okay. And as soon as you said that, my car accident, you got in a car accident. It's snowy in Winnipeg. You yeah. probably got in a car accident. Yeah. Someone probably hit you. And then you told me the story. And I was just like, obviously, I was upset. Yeah.
2: Because
0: I was just sad that I couldn't be there. And I'm mm-hmm. sad that it happened to you. It's yeah. like, you know, whenever, let me put it this way would you rather this happen to you or me? Like, would you... Would you Me? Ha-
1: I wouldn't want this to happen to you. Exactly. And that's
0: all I was thinking was, I wish I was the one losing yeah. your friend in Winnipeg who had my head split open. Because at least then it's like, I know what's happening. I know, I know my pain. I know this or that, right? But you're
1: really sweet. Because even, like, I haven't told my family what happened yet. And you're like, do I need to come there? Like, do you want me to come to, to Winnipeg? And then I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I just wanted to, like, tell you what's been going on. Yeah. And so I did feel fine, right? I think it was just mainly like the shock of it. And then I never had stitches done before. And you obviously had, had. lots of
0: stitches. And
1: so you were kind of like walking me through pieces of it. Yeah. And then I was just saying like, oh, you know, like, does the free like, you're, like, they're going to freeze you most likely, and I'm, like, does freezing hurt, and, yeah. like, in my head, nonetheless? <laughs> yeah, well, it does
0: not not, not
1: hurt? <laughs> right? Um. So that was just, like, a little bit more traumatic, and then it was just kind of, like, lonely sitting in the hospital room, like, yeah. twiddling my thumbs for a bit.
0: Yeah, that's, it sucks. Hospitals just suck. Like, most people don't like them because they're, yeah. like, you associate them with, like, bad things. I don't know. But I was happy because I could tell your voice you sounded okay. Yeah. But I was still, like, just upset that it happened and, like, oh, I just felt bad for you. Yeah, that's I was, fair. I was, like, you sound good for what happened, like, all in all, so that made me feel better.
1: So, so then, um. I think
0: that's the night I got switched to LA. That's why I didn't eat <laughs> so awake, so I was, like, right, my, I got no appetite.
1: I know. So. I felt so bad. And, that, like, at this point, it was just, um, what you would call it. It's also crazy because the last week when I had traveled previously for work, that whole incident happened with the family. And, and, dead and, and their kid's ashes. dad their dead kids' ashes. And so I'm like, let's hope this week is uneventful. <laughs> right? And so I'm just like, what the hell is happening here? Does that to me? mean
0: something strange gonna happen to me when I travel this week? I think so.
1: You're next dude. And want. so um luckily enough, so the physician comes in and she's like, You need these stitches. They put about seven needles of freezing in my forehead it
0: hurt obviously yeah
1: some areas pinch more than others and even like right now it's it's really just the center of it hurts like all the periphery parts don't um and so she froze it and then she kind of took off for a bit i'm like where are you going yeah and so then she took off for like 20 minutes and i could hear her talking outside but then she came back and she was super nice she was actually she lived in toronto so we kind of talked about that as she stitched up my face. Okay. Um but she she was doing it and it it didn't hurt, but some parts pinched.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Um and so you had done like a lot of research in the time that <laughs> yeah. she was like stitching my head up and you obviously knew a lot of things. So you said you're like, "Oh, the stitches should just like dissolve out."
0: Well, I said that every time I've had stitches, they've dissolved out, which is awesome cuz it's like no follow-up. It's like, okay, we'll just fall off. Which is amazing.
1: And so as this woman is stitching my head, two things that resonated with me. One, you need to go physically get these stitches taken out in five days. And I'm like, one, two, three, four, five. Fuck, Saturday? And then I'm like, that's my birthday party. So that was a one piss off. Then the second thing that she stuck with me was she's like, oh, Val, uh, scarring on Caucasian people is usually not as bad. And I'm like, okay, hey, lady, I'm not yeah. Caucasian. And so I'm like, what are my chances? And she's like, but if you want to see, like, a plastic surgeon to cover up the scarring. And I'm like, how bad is this? Sc-? Like, And so at this point, I can't see anything. She didn't show, show me what she was stitching. And so... When it was finally done, my friend Gino was with me. Mm-hmm. And so she like looked at it and she kind of like, you know when you look at other's people re- reaction of you, yeah. you're like they're trying to hold back like the oh,
2: oh face.
1: Yeah. Um she was just like, "Okay." And so it basically looked like a giant W like to John's Weezer, point a razor so. symbol um like written on my face. And so it was good that she did the stitching because Um, every time I went back to, like, not every time I went back to the hospital once, but when I got to the hospital after the ride in the ambulance, the cut opened again and started bleeding. Really? So it was good that, um, they, like, stitched it because it actually held my face together. Um, so that was good. But then the doctor put over my eyes, like, the world's largest Band-aid. And it was like giant and white, and I yeah. still had to go hang out after with like a bunch of our friends, yeah, and like go meet some people. And so I'm just like, could this look less obtrusive in any way?
0: Look like and a rock star. I
1: know, but she, she, the doctor apologized. She's like, I'm so sorry. This is like such a big bandage; it's so unnecessary. I'm like, cut it in half,
0: yeah, right, or something. You have something like medium <laughs> stuff, extra extra. No, it
1: was like an extra large white band. So I just looked like I basically got a lobotomy <laughs> kind of thing, and so. It was the worst. And so I texted you afterwards and said, you know, it's done now. Um, I'll call you when I get back to the hotel. Yeah. And so I just felt bad because I kind of just like dropped a bomb on you and left you at work.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think I was that productive the rest of the day. I'm
1: sorry. And I, I think
0: I even threw my salad away.
2: Oh, no. You're never eating. I was like, well, I guess
0: I'm not eating today or doing any work. Cause I'm, I'm
2: sorry. T-. No, it's just because
0: it's like I said, I'd rather this happened to me than you because, you know, it's like. I don't know how much pain you're in, but it's like if I'm in like a lot of shitload of pain, it's like, well, at least it's for me.
2: No. At least
0: the pain hurts in my head, not in my heart.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> Too
0: no, sad. No.
1: No, That'd but. be a good Arkell's heart song. <laughs> right? The pain's
0: in my
2: heart. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, then it's just like I got back to the hotel, and then I just felt like horrible kind of thing, and I just felt like alone, like I wanted to come home. So, I think when I spoke to you... I got sad.
0: Yeah, it made me sad because I'm like, oh, you don't sound good
1: now. Now I sound not so good. But you're always really good at, like, brightening up the mood and telling me fun stories and things and telling me, like, funny stories. And, and, like, especially for, like, my birthday party and coming up, you're like, I like girls with scars and it'll look badass and all these things. And so I just said, I'm like, I could tell everyone's staring at me and I'm scared to, like, go back to work and see, like, my colleagues and what are they going to say if I have, like, meetings and things. And I still haven't told my parents, right? <laughs> and so I end up getting off the phone with you. And my favorite thing was, which my mom actually apologized for. Yeah. So when I called my mom, she was like, hey, Val, how's it going? Because she thought I was in Toronto. Oh, no. And so then she's like, I'm just making dinner. Can I call you back? And yeah. I'm like, "Uh, sure. <laughs> and then She's like, okay, I'll call you back and whatever. I was like, "Oh, I'm in Winnipeg." And she's like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then I'm she's visiting like, her friend, remember?" Yeah. And so she's like, "Um, what's your college?" She's like, "Okay, can I call you back?" I'm like, "Uh, sure." And so when she called me back, I was she's like, "How's it going in Winnipeg?" I'm like, great um but so yeah. just so it has a heads up because you'll see me next week for Christmas
2: yeah
1: um I got into a bit of an accident and she's like what right and I just felt so bad because even though I'm like obviously in my 30s now I guess when parents hear their child has been hurt and in the hospital yeah, okay. and especially because like I grew up having seizures and stuff right. so I was in the hospital more often than not. Um, my parents definitely get really nervous when I say I'm in the hospital because they first think seizure and then they think like you thought car accident or something. Yeah. Um, but I said I was fine, but then like my dad's like, did you send us a picture? I'm like, I'm not going to send you guys a picture of my head without seeing or hearing the story first to say I'm okay. And so the one shitty thing was. When I finally sent... I sent you and the rest of my family the picture. Yeah. And if you guys want to see it, it's on Instagram. Yeah. In like one of my pic collages. I posted it. Um, It's the giant triangles that were taken out of my forehead. Um, <laughs> My parents are like, oh, my God. And then, like, my brother started texting me and my other brother started texting me. So, it was, like, really sweet Um, because everybody obviously just cares, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, when I was flying home... I was kind of fine. I told, like, my boss what happened. She was, like, really chill um, and just concerned as well. But when I was flying home on the flight back on Wednesday, I guess my face started swelling up. Oh. And so when I got off the plane and came back to Toronto, yeah. my eyes looked black and they looked, like, yeah. puffy underneath. Raccoon and then look- eyes. Raccoon eyes. And then, like, I just woke up. You know when your face doesn't look like your face? Yeah. My eyes were so far apart, and, like, everybody's like, you know when people are just looking at you? That's what it felt like, and it was just puffy and sore, and I'm like, this is the worst week ever. I don't want to go to work now. I don't yeah. want to do my birthday. Um. So, yeah, I was just really sad, and then when I saw you, I just got sad again.
0: Yeah, but then you were home, and I had pizza for you.
1: Yeah, that was a nice thing.
0: Yeah, but I felt so bad, because Wednesday when you were flying home, I knew you were having all these flight problems, and this and that. I'm like... Well, this sucks, but I'm at my work party right now <laughs> and I feel very guilty for having a fun time. It's no, like, you
1: had a best time. Describe your work party. Work
0: party was awesome. Everybody went it came out and they put it at a great venue around King and Bathurst and it was just like
1: What club was
0: it? It's like SPF Club. Okay. Social something I don't know, something I've never heard mm-hmm. of. But it was really fun. Just like we were saying like the DJ there was awesome. He was playing like all like great nineties, like dance and oh, hip hop and stuff like that. Like he played Montel Jordan. Oh, and like, so
1: this is how yeah. we do it. And
0: um, uh, No Diggity Oh, was nice. played twice, which is awesome. Just like you like it. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, so that was fun. But I purposely am like, okay, these things usually usually they just serve hors d'oeuvres. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and I know that you were going to come home late. I said I'd get us a pizza. So I'm like, I'm purposely going to eat a very big lunch mm-hmm. and a late lunch. So that way I'm not starving, starving at this thing. Cause yeah. Like, I'll eat hors d'oeuvres. I'm like, I'm going to order a pizza. So anyways, I have a really big lunch. And then we get there. And do they not have six boxes full of California sandwiches? <laughs> I was like, God damn it. And everyone's like,
1: yes, Cali sandwiches. I'm like, John, you
0: must be so happy. That's I'm what like, I
1: said to you. I'm like, did our friend Rocco put in the order? Like, yeah, I know. Was he in charge of catering?
0: Although what I should have done, which other people did, was they actually took some home.
1: Yeah, but is it good? Cali no. sandwiches cold?
0: Uh, Yeah, any Cali sandwich is good. <laughs> But I thought that was really fun. Like, Santa Claus is walking around. Santa so he was taking Claus. taking pictures of people. So it was a lot of fun. But I did feel just guilty knowing that, like, I was getting texts from you being like, I might not make it home tonight. And meanwhile, we're, like, dancing to, you know.
1: Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. <laughs> and, yeah,
0: Cool Keith and all this mm-hmm. shit. And I'm just like, ah. Oh. But then once you took off, I was like, well, whatever happens, happens. I guess I might <laughs> as well just have some more fun. Yeah. And so it was a great time. Just, yeah, the music was good. And uh, people were fun to hang out with. And... And everything. So I was just like a lot of fun. I'm glad I ended up going to mm-hmm. it. I don't think a lot of us didn't go to it last year, but it was just a really fun time. And then you came home and I ordered us a pizza mm-hmm. and everything. So It was thought, really
1: nice. You stayed up with yeah. me till like 3 a.m.
0: Yeah, I was so tired the next day. I know. Then I had to sneak out of bed and let you sleep in. You thought I was a missing person. I know.
1: Every time John wouldn't say bye to me in the morning because <laughs> I slept in to go to work for like noon and I wake up, I'm like, where are you? Where are you? And I text you because I got so nervous you'd been abducted.
0: Yeah, no, I got to let your ass sleep. Oh. So we're getting pretty deep into this and we have a big night to talk about. But I just want to quickly talk about Friday night. Yeah. And then we'll spend the rest of the time about what happened on Saturday. Yeah. So Friday night, I uh, was just relaxing. We're like, we got to stay in just to make sure you're feeling better. So we, for whatever reason, we ate a really early dinner. Yeah. Like, we finished dinner before 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, what are we going to do with the rest of our night? So we're like, oh, let's see if there's a movie to watch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're a big, big X-Men fan. Yeah,
1: I love the X-Men series.
0: So we're like, oh, let's see if the X, we saw that the X-Men movie was on demand. So, like, let's order this. And
1: And I actually wanted to watch that in theaters.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just never worked out that way. So mm-hmm. we ordered it. I think it's called, what, X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like, I still I'm not the biggest movie fan. I don't Wait, mind going to What?
1: Mo- You're not a movie watching fan? Yeah. When what? No, let me explain. That was like the dumbest thing. Go.
0: If I had to choose between a good movie and a good TV show, I'd choose a good TV show. Okay, so
1: say that. Don't say you're not a big movie. Well, I'm not.
0: Like, we don't see that too many movies.
1: You watch a ton of movies on the PVR. You literally just said you watched the movie 30 or whatever the fuck it was. Called. <laughs> Triple Nine and yes. Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. You have literally watched three movies this week.
0: And Everest.
1: Right? <laughs> so.
0: But I've just... It's one thing about going to a movie theater where you can't have your phone and there's no distractions. like, okay, I'm in it. Mm -hmm. When I'm like, okay, we're watching a two and a half movie here at home, I'm like...
1: A two and a half?
0: Two hours and a half. Oh. What do you mean so mean to me?
1: You're not telling stories accurately.
0: I just get distracted. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on Instagram right now. Should I just grab my phone? But what did you think of the movie?
1: So X-Men Apocalypse, is the premise was after the reemergence of the world's first mutant, World Destroyer Apocalypse, the X-Men must unite to defeat his extinction level plan. And so I was really excited to watch this movie in the theater. And so the one thing that kind of took us out both out immediately was like the opening <sighs> title sequence. All of a sudden during like the really big action parts, yeah. the volume would just drop.
0: Yeah, dip down. Like
1: not even dip. It was like
0: drop, plummet
1: yeah. kind of thing. And so we were very much like somebody just tamper with the volume? Like, it just sounded so squashed and compressed Mm -hmm. that it took you out of the movie. For sure. Because you're no longer hearing all of that great sound that was brought into it. And so I thought that it was... That whoever mixed these films for television just tried to, like, make it as even as possible through the whole thing. So, like, just (sighs) crashed everything that was above a certain decibel point. Yeah. And so that was annoying. And the other part that was annoying was even though you and I both said it, the opening sequence were like, oh, this looks great. Yeah, it looked cool. Like, it looked great. But then the whole movie was so overly done with CGI yeah. that that took you out of it. It felt like it was trying to pander to be a video game yeah. versus like a film. Yeah. And so that kind of pissed me off. And then it just, it was too long, right? Yeah. It didn't overly have any great like dialogue where yeah. I felt like, um x-men of futures past that one was really great storytelling for sure and it looked incredible um but yeah this one it just it, it kind of fell a little bit short for me
0: so what do you give it on the fast bender scale
2: yo 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 how many michael fast do you get out of 10 boy damn dog you get eight because that white boy crazy
1: on the fast bender scale i probably give it 7 out of 10 or 6.8 6.8
0: yeah, I give it a, a six. Um, so why do you, I guess all those reasons you said. All
1: those reasons I said, I was trying to read it up on some reviews about the film after the fact, and it was kind of like a swing vote. If you go on to IMDb, you can see that some of the reviews are either like 10 out of 10, or like 1 out of 10. Yeah. And they're a perfect like split down the middle, which I think is very telling, that people either thought it was super faithful to like the actual series or not faithful. Um, and then like the writing wasn't clear, and just a lot of people were bothered by the CGI. Um, and then some of like the character arcs were a little bit flat. So,
2: yeah,
1: yeah I thought it was fun for like just like a Friday afternoon. I do wish we saw it in the theater. Yeah. I think that might have changed it, but after watching, um, Nocturnal Animals. Oh, yeah. Which was such a great film. Yeah. This was kind of like... Wah, wah.
0: I also didn't like any of the young kid actors who play, like, Cyclops or Gene Grain or the Beast. i mean, I don't like these people. I never heard I of them. I thought that. the
1: like, guy they're who they're played punk. Scott, um, Cyclops, he looked like Andy uh, Sandberg. Yeah. <laughs> right? And a
0: mix of the guy from Stranger Things. Yes.
1: Well Steve, said. Steve, I guess. Steve. Yeah. But it,
0: it was fun for Friday night, which yeah. was good. Let's get into the big story to end this podcast. Saturday and the birthday and mm-hmm. Saturday morning. So, so I think Friday night I was still a little stressed out because I knew Saturday we had to get your stitches out. Mm-hmm. So I was just more concerned, like okay, I knew which clinic we were going to go to. I was like, yeah, you did a
1: lot of great research, which was yeah. awesome. I was
0: like, I want to make sure we wake up early enough because most clinics on a Saturday are only open for like a few hours. So I was like, okay, I just want to wake up, shower, go and get that mm-hmm. out so that you can relax the rest of the day. Mm-hmm.
1: And I've definitely been—I slept more in the past four days, I think, or three days. Than I probably have in the past month and a half. Oh, yeah. In terms of just sleeping in. But you were like, I set my alarm. But yeah, you did make a point like, we need to get to this clinic before this time or they won't take us.
0: Yeah, and we. I think we got there like around 11 in the morning. And mm-hmm. We just got there right before we beat, we beat, just beat the rush hour. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And so I think there were three people ahead of us. And we waited mm-hmm. in that little room. Like, I think it took us from the time 20. we got there. 20 minutes before the doctor actually yeah. came to see us, right? So the doctor came in and I thought he was a really good doctor like i appreciate a doctor good bedside manner i guess Mm -hmm. it's always so hit or miss sometimes they come in and they just seem like so like yeah Yep, on to the next one exactly but this guy was just he was engaged engaged. i think he liked
1: the story too yeah of course it's a good story
0: but he was like funny like i felt like he was there just to be like calm people down like made some jokes yeah but he knew what he was talking about this and that and so then you had the stitches taken out, and how was that experience for you?
1: Some of that actually hurt more than getting them in. Really? Yeah, like the pinching aspect, and you said, "Well, they're pulling string out of your face." Yeah. Um, but then it it hurt, and I guess it started bleeding a little bit when yeah. they pulled them out. So they had to put two new bandages on it mm-hmm. for me. But um, I felt like it. I was just happy to have that part be done. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: So we did that, and then. Luckily, the rest of the day, we got to just kind of come home, and you took a bit of a nap. We just mm-hmm. relaxed and got ready for your big night,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but uh, but then we went to the rehearsal factory. Yeah, you
1: tell a story.
0: So we had, well, your idea was you wanted to do something different for your birthday this year, and mm-hmm. you said the most fun you have is when you get together with your band and just, like, jam and play music. Mm-hmm. So I go, well, why don't we see if we can book a studio? So I was like, all right. So I booked the, the biggest studio, studio I can... Studio. It was good because they had, like, a stage to perform mm-hmm. on. It had a lounge area for people to mm-hmm. sit if they weren't playing. It was just, like, a fun, cool studio. So we got there, and there was, like, mm-hmm. they had a drum set, piano, guitars, bass, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff, a mini fridge, uh nice lounge area. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and then, was, then we brought a bunch of, like, percussion instruments and other stuff so people could, like, jump on and sing as well.
0: And it's good. Like, everyone basically who's in your band got there like, right for seven, I found, yeah. which is good. So it's not like uh, you were missing, like, all your guitars. It was like four yeah. singers. Like everyone was pretty much there except for he, Ben wasn't there at the start. But it was good. Like I got to play a little bit of drums. And so did
1: I, which I yeah. was pretty excited about.
0: You play drums, mm-hmm. piano, guitar, but mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so much fun just like play mm-hmm. the drums
2: for. A what bit. do you
1: think that is? I was actually thinking about this when all those instruments are free, and all of you guys gravitated to wanting to play the drums.
0: It's because guitar, piano, bass. You can play a note and it sounds awful. Like, you have to know how to hold your fingers. Yeah. But on a drum, you can literally do, like... Yeah. It's like keeping a beat. It's mm-hmm. not easy, obviously, yeah. but it's like you can just hit, like, a...
1: Yeah. So you're really good, actually. I would say, yeah. like, out of all of us, like, ranking, it would be, like, Ben, Richard,
0: you, no you, me, then, no,
1: then Avanya, right?
0: Plus, you just get to hit things as hard as you want. Yeah. Which is super fun. Because it
1: was so funny. Because I felt like whenever, like me and like z jumped on bass at one point yeah but then it was like me and rob would change off on bass and guitar and i would jump on piano but like nobody tried to play the piano nobody tried you did which because everybody's like but it's
0: because if you don't know how to play piano you you can't make any notes
1: avanya was saying she's like oh my god john's just as like musical as no i'm I'm not no but i said i was like yeah we met because of music and And you taught
0: me a little
2: bit yeah
1: and so she was like blown away but yeah, everybody was gravitating towards the drums. But what I loved was that like as soon as like we kinda started going, everybody kinda got up and sang a song yeah, for, for the most. For the most part. Right? Which was great. Um and I like that people wanted to be on stage to sing outwards. So cool. I know. So that made me feel really good. Um it was just awesome. I I think for me that's like the exact type of birthday I wanna do moving forward.
0: I think next year we did it for three hours, Mike. I almost wish I booked it for five hours. Mm-hmm. I know you guys were played the whole time but I'm like you, you could take breaks and rest your fingers mm-hmm. this and that but I'm like three hours went by so quickly I'm like fuck I wish we had it for like I know. another couple hours. And
2: so
1: like it, it was like everybody kind of texted me afterwards who came to that and it was like 18 of us I think mm-hmm. were very much like wow this was like it was so different it was mm-hmm. like really cool and then like everybody helped clean up and do yeah, all, all of that really jazz nice. which was really nice. Um, but yeah I, I feel like just the same as you like I said to Rob when we were at the second place, like, oh, my God, I could have stayed there till, like, 2 a.m. just, like, playing. And especially sure. if, like, everyone stayed, we could have done, like, an acoustic set afterwards, right? And, like, kind of, like, mellowed out that way.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to see, because I knew there wasn't anything booked after us. I, like, oh, I was almost just going to go down and talk to the guy. I'm like, yeah. just give me another hour and then come up and tell you guys. Like, we got another hour. Yeah. But- I knew we were we had to meet more people later on.
1: Yeah, I think that was the only shitty thing. It's like if we didn't have to meet people at the next location, yeah. I would have said yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want to be like, we're bailing on the second oh, place. No, of yeah. Um but yeah, that was unbelievable. So thank you for wrangling all of that. And like Ferris made some amazing cupcakes. Oh, you guys all sang happy birthday. I, know, I felt bad. <laughs> I was like,
0: I know you don't like being sung happy birthday.
1: That was at least a little bit more chill because I could monopolize myself on base and like yeah. keep myself busy.
0: One thing I was nervous when I was playing drums. I was behind the speakers. I could feel feel just like the sheer pressure of like the speaker's noise and all that, when you were playing drums, it was like, oh, I hope your your stitches don't like bust Bust open, open. like your head wound. No, the
1: only time I felt the volume, and I think it was I was sitting in front of the speaker where the piano was Yeah. I like looked at you and yours was the only thing I could hear. It was like booming at me, playing Lumineers, and I'm like, whoa, (laughs) and so I couldn't hear anything else, including my bass. Oh, shit. Yeah. But that was the the only complaint that I I had from the whole night was that we didn't level out all of the instruments. Yeah. Because I didn't think the way the room was situated, it made for, like, you had to make sure all the instruments were, like, leveled in sound or you couldn't hear certain things. Yeah. What was your favorite song of the night? Besides you performing Clint Eastwood and trying to do some 41.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pain for pleasure. Yeah. Uh, The Darkness.
1: Darkness is awesome.
0: I thought Lee guitar, like, Z did a good job with He's the guitar. awesome it with it. it sound, I'm like, oh, it sounds like the record. Yeah. Like, it sounds like Justin Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And we got to sing that. It was like four of us sang that song, yeah. which was fun. But yeah. what about you?
1: Um, my favorite was probably Under Pressure. Nice. Um, I thought that that sounded really fun. I also just like doing the bass riff to that. On um, the... Yeah. Or what is it?
0: Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun, 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 dun. And then I think we did Lumineers three times. I think so. I was like, okay, if we do this again, I'm going to like slit my own wrists.
0: Style was pretty good. Style was
1: fun. The only thing that made it like, this is where again, was like leveling out the instruments was that it makes me laugh so much when Chris says ass so tight, Yeah. but I feel like nobody heard him say that. I've never heard it. So there's like the one, so we do a version of Taylor Swift's style, but it's, I wanted it to be Ryan Adams' version, but then when I brought it to the band, it was all the guys with me, no girls, and it was all, like, they were in punk mode, and so it's it's a pretty fun version, but they punkified the version of style, and it's Mm -hmm. awesome, and it's fierce, but there's a line in the song that's, like... Um, something, something, watch me with your ass so tight really? and something. But Chris, whenever he would say it initially, he would like lock eyes with me in the studio Whoa. and just start laughing because we were like, this Like lyric is so ridiculous. Um, so then this time I told him to like lock eyes with Becca, right? <laughs> but then Becca was like so into playing xylophone. Mm-hmm. She didn't realize Chris was singing That's to hilarious. her. So I had to like flag her while she was beside me. So that was awesome. So I had a blast.
0: And then from there, we all got in our cars and cabs, and we mm-hmm. went to a Stone's place.
1: Stone's place. We actually did that last year for my birthday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, this year it was a lot of fun. I think I was purposely taking it a bit easier, yeah, one of because of like the head wound. Even though I was just like I only taken an Advil beforehand. I didn't want to like OD on ibuprofen or anything. Yeah. Also, didn't want to be too hungover or anything today. Yeah. Um, we um unfortunately, we didn't go, but Maddie was having a dinner party today, yeah, and we were gonna go to that as well, but some other stuff happened unfortunately,
2: yeah,
1: maybe. um, but what you would call it, we just danced a lot, and it was one of those things where the club was emptyish when we got there, and then yeah. we turned around and it was
0: packed. That's how it always goes, um,
1: but yeah, it was it was crazy. I always loved dancing there, but the one funny thing was there was this couple who's basically, like, auditioning for, like, So You Think You Can Dance or Dancing yeah. with the Stars. So, Ferris and I just kept, like, taking pictures of them. That's awesome. Right? And, like, then Cam and I tried to, like, compete with them. And then Richard and I did yeah. at one point, which was fun. Um, but, yeah, it was super chill. We stayed till closing. Yeah. Uh, basically. I know,
0: My feet were so exhausted. I'm like, oh, I need to go home. I know. I'm going to pass out. Did you
1: wear your... Op-
0: uh, yeah my Or
1: ortho orthothotics
0: yeah of course I did good it's okay. the only thing that saved me
2: good uh,
0: I just came to terms with the fact that my feet roll just always hurt for the rest of mm. life but no. No, I'm not gonna stop am not gonna stop walking like fuck that no like no, it's manageable. It doesn't like kill me.
1: <laughs> what kill you doesn't make you. Sp- Wait, that's not right. That's not right. Um. Anyway, so we left there. It was super fun. Yeah, it was a great. Um. Some great of my birthday. works friends came out. So Avanya, David, and Robin yeah, came out, was which was awesome. amazing. Um. Great to see them. Obviously, like high school friends came out and like just friends, just friends in general. Everyone came out, so it was great. Um, To hang because it's always hard. Birthdays around the holidays. It's also yeah. like shitty weather right now in Toronto. I always appreciate well, that's it. That's why I can
0: show people love doing the stuff with you because it was – Mm-hmm. close to the holidays and it was mm-hmm. really really bad weather and like everyone, everyone came out last that's night. A,
1: did you hear nick's speech i actually thought that was nice at the rehearsal factory i think
0: so but i forget now he was
1: very much like val after we saying happy birthday he's like this is a testament yeah. to how good of a person you are that all these people would of gather course. for you in this shitty weather and i'm like thanks nick but, right um yeah. half a bottle of whiskey and later but i was like that's awesome yeah. Um, wish you wouldn't call it, but no, it was super sweet. I had a great time. We came home and watched the Suns game, they won, yeah. which was great.
0: And we ended up going to bed at like four in the morning. That I actually night. went to bed
1: at five. Oh, fantastic! Cause I fell asleep on my phone reading BuzzFeed.
0: Jesus, right?
1: And then I had to make a pic collage. So, if you guys want to see some pictures for my birthday party, <laughs> the good, the bad, and um, the, the ugly, exactly, uh, go and follow me on Instagram. It's valgomez23. To check that out and yeah, see some of the past pic from yesteryear.
0: Should we call this episode "The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly"? It kind yeah. of, kind of sums it all totally. up. Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, all done. Probably a good place to end this week's podcast. Mm-hmm. I think we've told uh, you guys got got your money's worth this week. Like, I know you bled for them this week I to, bled you, to for give people stories. Bled
1: for stories. I often say to John, I always wonder if like god or like buddha or whoever whatever atheist heart god you believe in um it's just like making shit happen to me so we have stories for the podcast um who knows you know john's flying out next week so hopefully you have those
2: stories
0: I'm sure I'll have some kind of flight delay story that I'll be able to tell everybody. But, yeah, next week next week we're not even going to tell any stories because it's just going to be the best of. Mm-hmm. So that those ones always take, like, two hours to do. Mm-hmm. So we have to record it sometime this week. Mm-hmm. I have my list. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear your list. Me
2: too.
0: We'll count down our top ten songs, albums, TV mm-hmm. shows, movies, concerts, and all that stuff. Totally. And, uh, yeah, I'm just – I'm always excited – and, uh, yeah, I know, I, I almost want to do it right now. But no, I can't. Can I know, I want to talk about my list. Don't! But um, I have a couple band of the week options. Mm-hmm. But um, this one, I started, I listened to it a while ago, but then I got back into it just this week. Mm-hmm. So the song's by called Here I Am by Tom O'Dell. Okay. So this guy, I've never heard of him before, but randomly on, like, YouTube, I saw... What? That's so funny.
1: I like it that it's my birthday week and I got stitches in my head and I can't even have the option. No, It I, wasn't even presented like, do you have a band of the week? Do you though? I could.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: No, thank you. No, no, Let's hear about Tom no.
0: Morley. No, no, no. <laughs> Tom O'Dell.
1: Whatever. Listen,
0: if you were still in the hospital, I would have given you the band of the week. But I don't want to give you special treatment. You're just you know, like everybody else. I'm
1: just like everybody else. My head's so itchy.
0: Would you rather have a band of the week? Or jammed out in the nicest studio ever last night. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> one lives forever in in the blogosphere, and the other yeah, one yeah, your stories wasn't... are gonna live
0: forever. <laughs> this is a very you heavy week.
1: So let's give something to you, John.
0: <laughs> I condensed my whole work story from a three minute story to a minute and a half story. <laughs> no, but if you have a band of the week. No, I don't. Go for are it. Are you sure? That's why I knew because usually when you have I one, was
1: gonna say Darling Side. Who's that? The nineteen seventy nine cover I like
0: never heard this song.
1: Yes, you did. I played it for you. It was like the Beach Boys version of 1979 by Smashing Pumpkin.
0: Yeah, let's do it. No! <laughs> <laughs> the only reason sometimes I don't like taking your band of the week's is because then i got to download it and find it, and this one, I'm like...
1: Oh, it's so hard to type search. And I you know how
0: long it's going to take me to the, How many things we've said that we weren't supposed to say that i got to take out of this week? You podcast? said
1: most of them.
0: Yeah, I know. I gave away our address.
1: Exactly.
0: And my ass size. <laughs>
1: what? What?
0: So what's, no, this this is your birthday because mm-hmm. next week when we do the list, my number one song of the week is going to be the band of the week. So mm-hmm. I've already decided that. But I guess I got to go on iTunes and spend money to.
1: Yeah, I just get it off mine.
0: I don't know how to do that.
1: I don't know either. So, right. so the band sorry, of the week. Sorry, Tom O'Dell. <laughs> right. Sorry, Tom O'Dell. You get next week.
0: No, he won't get until 2017. <laughs>
1: sorry, dude. Got to cut it. So my band of the week is Darling Side, and they released an album this year called Whipper, po- Whipper Will. Careful! It's an EP, it. and I actually heard the song on a, a Spotify playlist.
0: Can I ask you this? Yeah. Is Kevin Spacey in any of their music videos? No. Oh, because Kevin Spacey's in the music video for Tom Odell's Here I Am.
1: Can you stop trying to saboteur me? So, <laughs> you sabotaged me. Anyway, so this album's really great. They have really tight harmonies. It's like an indie rock band, but they do this awesome cover of Smashing Pumpkins, 1979. Um, and I found it kind of sounds like very beachy. Like, I envision us, like, if we were in San Francisco listening to this song, like going down a trolley, it would have made <laughs> a lot of sense. Well, I just um, sound like a
0: 1950s like character actor. Trolley. See? I didn't say that yeah you did we i do like team. a bank
1: robber <laughs> do you remember <laughs> what a
0: mustache ride is
1: no lift
0: Keep So going.
1: anyway so give it stop. to um so this is the band of the week it is darling side and the song is 1979
0: and i'm gonna let you provide me the audio done which means i'll be finding it so i'll all share the way, it with you always get in contact with us no, but then I still got to... Anyways, facebook.com slash live at 605 for pictures, memes, gifts, and Weezer's uh, scars pitching into your head. hmm And then how about you? Um,
1: if you want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit and, like, scarring shit I've done this week, it's ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter.
0: I'm at Malencamp, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, and Pinterest and on iTunes.
1: Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news
2: and So until,
0: until next week, I'm your boy, John. I'm your
2: podcast. Ah, fucked up. Be easy. Time for pasta. Take out your scars. Junebug skipping like a stone I'm Across the vacant and the board. And i church sure what we have. In- you mm-hmm.